0: Good Shabbos. Shalom Aleichem. Happy Friday. All my mishpoch Let's get into this. It's going to be TikTok wisdom. I cannot wait. Ugh. Let's go. Folks, we're kicking off this with Marcus Aurelius, the goat. What a great philosopher. And he says, The wise man accepts his pain, endures it, but does not add to it. Folks, do not create more chaos in your life. Accept everything going on, but be proactive. You don't need to just let things compound uh, worse. Accept, endure, but push and strive for greatness. Simple, simple, simple stuff. But the way he, he, he says that, do not add to your pain. Endure it, accept it, but still try to make... A good life for what you have been taught is a good life. But I always like to then add on top, just be aware of the program. So if your program has said, I need a better life, I need to strive for a better life, be aware of that programming. If your programming says, okay, I'm going to wallow in my self-pity and make things worse, be aware of that programming too and you'll be at peace because that's not you. You just simply say, oh, that's the program I was dealt with, but I'm at peace because peace is forever. So I, I don't know if Marcus Aurelius... I wish he had met Eckhart Tolle because they would have had a great conversation. But that's my thoughts. Is that, And this is what I mean. This is the beauty of being able to um, get bits of chokhmah from everyone throughout history. Is you can now start to, to... I like a bit of that. I like a bit of this. Like, for example, I really love Marcus Aurelius's stoic, just no BS way of living life. But I also love Eckhart Tolle's view on getting to the root of peace and that everything is kind of sugar and a little Yotsi if you're not thinking in a peaceful state. All right. So for this, there was a picture of the number 13. However, the way it was drawn, it also looked like the letter B. When you put with other letters, you assume it's a B. But when you put it with other numbers, you assume it's the number 13. Isn't this interesting? What's cool is when you put them together, now it depends on context. It's contextual. So, for people who have never learned what letters are, they will see a number. And for those who have never learned what a number is, they're only going to see a letter. Now, I'll let you extrapolate this as you wish, right? I'm sure you're thinking what I'm thinking is people who were taught certain things are going to be literally oblivious. Not just ignorant, because ignorance is when you do know something, but you just aren't seeing it. True oblivion (laughs) Okay. If someone doesn't know something and it's no different than the number 13 or the letter B, they look the same, but if someone learned letters versus numbers, it'll change the way they contextually see the symbol that is so powerful in our lives is perception and, and projecting our beliefs to then shape our perception and look at the, and when we extrapolate, we can get really deep with this politically. Think about the amount of politicians throughout history that metaphorically have seen the number 13 when the rest of society has seen a b and because they're in power and they they don't even know what a letters are they only know numbers they're telling all of society no these are 13s you have to abide by my rules and only use 13. and this is why riots happen and horrible things happen because people disagree upon b and 13. it's just literally not knowing what you don't know our world is determined by our knowledge and experience simple as that so this does pose a question is our universe the real one the one we see is it the real one because think about it, if we're going to extrapolate this we can get existential since the world we see right now metaphorically is the number 13 because we only see numbers we only have five senses people therefore we can only perceive this physical fabric of reality that our senses perceive so that's i'll ask again is this the real universe in front of our own eyes or is it just that we're seeing the letters Or numbers like is there another universe or a real universe out there that is the letter B but right now all we're seeing is number 13 see what I'm saying you tell me okay anyways moving on there is a past version of yourself that wanted what you have right now and used to swear up and down that when they got it they would be happy and appreciate it prove them right this is very powerful very powerful stuff because there was a part of us way back that had something sorry that wanted something we have now I'll let you here I'm gonna give you 10 seconds I want you to reflect with the past version of yourself something you swore that when you had it you'd be happy and now you have it think about it 10 seconds good for me personally It was the concept of passive income. I really wanted just passive. I really wanted passive income. And yeah, now I have a thousand dollars a month in passive income. And I have to always remind myself like, okay, we're one step one of the way there to financial independence. And I always have to remind myself that, yeah, two years ago, that was definitely non-existent. And I was, I couldn't wait when I had that. So yeah, I don't know about you guys. What do you think of? Oh, I thought of another one for me in fitness, being able to do all the Olympic lists. Ah, okay. At Fanshawe, I could not overhead squat. Now I'm able to overhead squat because I taught myself. And I thought that was impossible because my body type and just, I didn't have the stability and the mobility. And it's wrong. I taught myself. And now, now I can do tons in the gym that I never thought I could. Oh, same with, I thought my knee would hurt for so long. Now it doesn't. Ugh. there's so many things that, yeah. Looking back, uh, younger self is proud and, and happy. Anyways, I, I'm very curious. Message me what you guys had in your mind. Now, there was one thing I put in my notes here is that I disagree with the last part when it said prove them right. Because if Jay Shetty has a concept I'll never forget, and that is never try to prove. And it's a very radical, deep concept, but think about this. When we are proving, even proving to ourselves, that is the ego being in lack. That's the ego being in lack that is your self-talk saying you are not enough prove that you're enough, but we are always enough because remember someone taught us. We weren't enough. It was literally just someone taught us and if someone can teach us we're not enough someone can teach us that we are enough and when I say someone I mean something can teach us something could be information. It could be anything, but let this be the information that your brain needs to not have to prove anything anymore and then so what does Jay Shetty say he says okay well that doesn't mean you have to sit in a dark room do nothing forever express so expression is your self-esteem so let's take two examples someone is singing instead of singing to prove to their parents they're a good singer or proving to themselves that they're talented if they already love singing and, and I guess deep down feel they're a good singer. There's no, they don't need to prove anything anymore. And now they just express love for something. And singing is an expression of their high self-esteem here. I'm going to Google self-esteem quick. self-respect or confidence in one's own worth or abilities. So that's self-esteem's confidence in your abilities. If you truly have confidence in your abilities, you are not having to prove because proving is to justify and not truly be confident. To prove means you don't truly have self-esteem because you're still, there's a void you're filling, which means that it's not actually there. Like confidence, there's a void in your confidence. So you're trying to fill it with self-esteem. No, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. I really hope you didn't take that in. There's a void within your self-confidence. So you have to prove to fill that bucket. When you express yourself authentically, you are using your self esteem, your confidence in that ability. So now I'll say it all over again one last time before we move on, and you'll understand. Jimmy is singing, but he's doing it to prove to himself he can sing. That is a place of lack. And we don't want to be in a place of lack, people, because a place of lack means you're not present. Your self talk's taking you over. When you express, you are already confident in your abilities and you're in a place of self-esteem, high self-esteem. So people, go express everything you have right now. Everything you've been given in life, express it and your, high, your self-esteem will be high. When we express ourselves, we accept and we're present with everything going on that we have. Presence is peace. There is zero connotation behind pre, uh, peace, by the way. Connotation meaning peace is not a good thing or a bad thing. It just is. And if someone goes, oh, well, Zev, are you saying then me loving to prove people is bad? Like, what if I love to prove people wrong? You hear this all the time in sports, all the time. I have to prove something to myself. I got to prove to myself I'm I'm good enough for this team. And then people work hard and they make the team and everyone's happy and lovey-dovey. And, and, and this is, it's a simple philosophical response. I say, if you believe it's going to make you happy, you're right. <laughs> you're right. And just be aware of that joy. Be aware of the nachos. Like, Everything's a form. Everything's a form. Everything is some construct we're agreeing to. For that reason, whatever that construct is, whatever the form is, be present of it, and I, and you're good. And even then, don't be present. And as long as you can be present of not being present, you'll be nothing will affect you. You'll be good. This is just a coping mechanism that I'm aware of. That's all. As long as you, we can all have these coping mechanisms. And not hurt each other, but then again, I'm projecting a belief. So, like the connotation behind not wanting to hurt someone has been taught to me, and the, you know a lot of the world. And I just have to be aware of that program. This is what I'm saying. When I said last episode that being at peace is that of loneliness and solitude, I meant it. Like you truly, <laughs> you you can't to try and be at peace. Like it's a lonely endeavor. Because it always, always, no matter what a person says and they start creating stories, you always will come back to, I am aware of the programming. That's all. There's no connotation to that. Even if you start, like what I just didn't say, it's a coping mechanism. It helps me. Right as I'm saying that, I'm just aware of the program. And it's a paradox. It never ends. It never ends, people. And that's why presence is forever. And... Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's, it's a paradox, because if I start explaining that, it's just, it never ends, <laughs> this whole concept. And remember, a lot of people don't like this feeling, okay? Because right now, I had a bit of resistance to that, of, oh, it goes forever, This and people, why? And this is my ego again, so just, <laughs> geez, paradox never ends, but it's my ego talking. Why do people not like this paradox? It is because it threatens the identity, it threatens the self-talk, and we do anything possible not to die, and that's why we're avoiding death all the time even if it's ego death it still represents death and so that's why if you ever start getting super deep for a while with people and people are like all right i've had enough i can't do this anymore that is they're being taken over by their self talk they're literally being that self talk is is saying nope nope we're too close to ego death no nope, got to stay alive got to identify with our old beliefs cuz old us from yesterday kept us alive for today you know it's like someone who smoked yesterday or, our ego will say no we still need that because it kept us alive so we're going to do it today because it technically keeps us alive anyways deep 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 next time on the podcast we'll be discussing a TED talk regarding an undercover billionaire and I cannot wait to tell you this story very interesting about New York real estate and why she decided to be an undercover billionaire and the reason she did it was not she did it for a different reason but then ended up finding out some juicy juicy tea about New York City billionaires and I cannot wait to talk to you about that. This is a shorter podcast, but you guys don't mind because you're probably just running an errand right now in your car and probably just zip through this. So I hope you enjoyed. That was super deep stuff, like usual. I love, love, love going there. Take care. I wish you all the best. I love you all and project that love, please, please, please. You are the observer, not the thinker, and you'll be at peace that way. Fill up your your empty buckets, and if you have a love bucket overflowing, that's awesome because now you can just give it to everyone in your life. Take care, folks. Bye.